Hello everybody, this is the, your favorite solo artist coming back at you. I haven't done one of these in a while. This is episode 11 or episode 1, depending on how well this one goes. Uh, yeah, I took a long break and I am back because I got locked out of my place and I'm stuck in the car uh, until I can get my place unlocked. And I realized I hadn't done one of these in a while, and the car is a much more comfortable place to hang out. So, uh, yeah, I got my earbuds on me, I got my phone, so I figured, why not? Let's do one of these again. Um, yeah, so it's been a while. Uh, uh, yeah, and this time I'm going to try to be a little more organized. So the 2076 podcast, and there's the 2076 uh, spam at gmail.com. I am going to double check that right now. Uh, because that is how you can contact me. 2076 spam at gmail.com. Yep. As an email, I do check once in a blue moon. So anyway, I should probably be saying that at the beginning of this show because yeah, there's no, this isn't like YouTube videos. There's no description stuff. Um, yeah, I'm not sure who's hearing this, who's accidentally stumbling on this and listening to this for like 10 seconds and getting off. Uh, but there is some small tick in the analytics. Uh, I, like I said, I haven't done these in a while. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I guess I used to do a bit about the future, try to predict what the future in 2076 is going to be like. Uh, that was one thing I used to do. Um, and I guess it was a bit because I uh, would complain, or I'd make a, it was an excuse about the uh, audio quality because I was, I was streaming through uh, some sort of temporal vortex to your current time from the future. Um, yeah, I could, uh, you know, I guess, I guess I like, I was reading uh, recently a book. I might do that a bit later. Fuck it. Because I don't know. I have no idea. I, don't, I never plan these things, uh, which I realize is possibly not the best thing to do as somebody who uh, might try to accidentally entertain other people. But I don't know. I like just listening to stuff sometimes. Uh, you know, I lay down at night sometimes. I don't sleep for a bit. It's probably a bad habit, but I've had this habit for years. And, uh, you know, if you're alone or you live by yourself, I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of what you do sometimes. Um, but yeah, I've been, I've been reading a book recently, uh, called, uh, Currency Wars, which it's pretty good. It's, I mean, you have to be interested in this topic. You, you have to be motivated to read it, I would say. Um, I, I probably wouldn't have been motivated to read it most times within the last couple of years, but, um, yeah, I've been just reading a lot more and, uh, I picked this one up. It's, uh. It's it's kind of interesting. Uh, the the complexity of it, I think, could be you know summed up as a bunch of um, they they kind of go back in time, like maybe before World War One, and talk about how these currency wars have been going on for a while. The, the, even the world wars being somewhat caused by them. That was the take they had. It was kind of interesting. Um, but certainly, they're very dramatic examples of uh, 
currency problems, like with the German hyperinflation after World War One. And um, so anyway, I mean, essentially the government just prints a bunch of the currency it makes, um, and then everyone's holdings in it obviously diminishes, and they're constantly trying to. Um, it's almost like a tax on everybody holding the money, but particularly people all around the world, because within the internal economy, if you imagine like, you know, we're playing a game of Monopoly and I have Monopoly money, you have Monopoly money, and now all Monopoly money is worth one-tenth of what it was. Um, it doesn't really impact us if we're both trading Monopoly money, but abroad, it makes um, our stuff cheaper. So that's why they're, that's one reason they're constantly doing that is to, it's, a, it's like a trick all these nations are trying to do to increase exports. Um, you know, so, uh, and, and then all these nations are always trying to push back against everyone else doing that to them. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, I don't know. I could get into that more at some other point, but that's just what I've been reading lately. It's, it's, uh, I don't know. I don't really have a point about that. I guess I'm just, I'm just trying to, I just, I just got sucked into that, um, I really got sucked into that like a week ago, and then I picked the book up again because I was outside grilling. Then I got locked out, and now I'm stuck in a car talking to myself with a bunch of cooked food that is probably smelling up everything in my car. Um, yeah, there was a uh, there was a video game that got approved to treat. ADHD. Um, that's been in the news recently. They, uh... Yeah, I don't know if I want to get into that either. Um... I mean, I guess I can get into that. Uh, so the idea is just that, uh, I think it's, well, it's targeted specifically for a pediatric ADHD with, um, population, which is, uh, um, kids that you know, have t trouble paying attention in school. I'm sure a lot of you've heard, I mean, there's a lot of issues with that over the last couple of decades. And just, you know, um, on one hand, these are things maybe teachers or parents will sort of subjectively catch and then present to their doctor. Um, you know, as somebody who's gone through medical school, I read this in an article, something about like, you get 20 minutes of training on this in med school. Um, I think that's pretty accurate. Uh, so then, these doctors uh, are like, oh, okay, maybe they have ADHD, and then they, you know, if they're um, particularly more when I worked in the pediatric clinics, um, you know, they'll 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 put them on uh, some form of uh, Ritalin or generic Ritalin or whatever they're using now, um, which is a amphetamine, uh, which is kind of crazy. A lot of the med students I knew were on amphetamines. Um, that was really surprising to me. Um, you know, they, some of them were taking like beta blockers and amphetamines because they had uh, anxiety problems too, you know, especially when you have to do those. Um, I mean, there's some like uh, performance stuff you have to do in med school. Like you have to do these uh, clinical uh, clinical tests like that are um, practical, like in person. Uh, so it's not just all pencil and paper. It's like these mock stations and they're like, I don't remember anymore. They're like 15 minutes long, maybe. So you have to like come in, talk to this actor who's pretending to have something wrong with them. You have to do an exam on them. And then you have to, you know, depending on if there's like a 
evaluator sitting there or not, you have to uh, um, talk to them or, or just keep interacting with the patient. It's kind of like theater almost. And you have to, you know, go through what you would do and um, or, or pretend to go through them, uh, the stages. So it's like you, you take a history, you do physical, and then you kind of give them your recommendations right on the spot, um, you know, in the follow-up kind of care and everything like that. Um, so I know for, for whatever reason, I, I knew, I knew some people that were in med school that, uh, were on beta blockers because, you know, just even taking tests, I guess, were stressing them out, uh, paper and pencil tests. Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I'm a very low exogenous substance person other than, uh, caffeine. Um, so, you know, I am not judgmental if you're, you know, if you, if you have some cocktail of, you know, weed and uppers and downers that work for you, good, I mean, good on you. I, I don't, I don't, I, I really don't have any judgment about it. I just, I don't particularly, I think partly too, I've, I've, I don't know, whatever. A lot of this stuff, uh, doesn't seem to, uh, uh, shift me that much. I don't want to say it has no effect, but, um, I guess in a lot of ways, maybe I'm at a good spot already. And so, um, I don't really, I don't, I don't, I don't think I have anxiety problems. I like public speaking, things like that are not a problem for me. It's more the, it's more trying to be higher energy is usually my problem. So, uh, caffeine works for me sometimes, you know, um, sometimes you just need to get more sleep, you know, you need to, take better care of yourself but and sometimes you you can't you're sleep deprived you're you're not in a good spot and you have to then just be okay with not being in a good spot um that's kind of how i deal with it i'm like okay everyone's getting a shitty version of me today um and uh anyway i sorry i just got a message i think somebody's trying to gonna come unlock my door um yeah i just i had somebody else with the with the key and um and uh they totally just <laughs> they grabbed the keys they locked the door they left uh right when i was outside grilling i'm like oh i'm glad i glad i'm uh sharing my uh living quarters with um the guests so that's, that was that was great anyway um i really don't want to make a big deal out of it because i'm fine i'm just sitting in a car and i'm just getting these tech messages now so anyway uh what are we talking about oh yeah so it's giving me background on this video game therapy thing uh yeah the fda approved it you know the fda is trying to prove that's i guess um efficacious enough it's not just like is it safe and i don't even really know how much safety trials they really did i i think it's just like did it does it even work um they moved some little endpoint on a on a, uh, that they, they have some, some kind of like electronic test you can take. And it just, it's a really boring test. It's like 20 minutes and you just, it just tests your ability to, uh, uh, pay attention to something. So, you know, when you kind of have these lapses of, um, distraction or whatever, um, the test in theory could catch that and ADHD kids just have more of that basically. Um, Anyway, the the more interesting thing, rather than the details of that, is um, you know, like I, I guess I, I was thinking about this, like what would I do? Because I I I've done stuff in cognitive science, I've done whatever, 
I've worked in stuff, uh, you know, very related to this stuff. And, um, you know, I have a lot of skepticism and, um, about this stuff, but uh, I was trying to think if I had a kid and they had ADHD, you know, what would I do? Because that's really, I think a good litmus test. Um, especially with all my background, my, you know, medical background, my scientific background, it's like, I think I would just, you know, well, first of all, you know, maybe if you can, maybe, maybe they don't really have it, you know, maybe they're just bored or not engaged in anything. And I think there is an attention problem maybe on the parent side. And I have no, again, no real opinion or judgment on that. I, don't, I have no idea how that is to actually, actually have a kid. Um, but um, I would be, I would just, in terms of solving it, I would wonder if you could just uh, get them involved or engaged with something that they really care about that's not totally destructive. Um, anyway, but if you're trying to make a, like a digital intervention, you know, you basically a lot of uh, modern video games are very engaging and intense and would probably move these metrics um, not too dissimilarly from the, what they, they created. And the, the key would just be to uh, control their um, exposure to it so that they don't just play for like 60 hours a week or something. And, uh, you know, I guess that's part of the value of what their, their product is, is that they, you can, uh, that they're playing like half an hour a day or something, uh, and they're probably getting locked out of the device. Um, anyway, um, so yeah, uh, I think, uh, I think it's, 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 I don't know, I guess it's an interesting thing. It's new, it's novel, like it's an interesting pathway, um. I know, uh, like, uh, what's it called, uh, Fitbit, they got FDA approved this week for some atrial fibrillation thing. Um, I know the Apple Watch did a while ago. Um, yeah, I don't know how interesting any of this stuff is, but, um, yeah, I, I don't, they, they're not even doing a true EKG on the stuff. They're, they have some sensor on the, uh, on the, on the, um, on your wrist that can detect, uh, pulses and I think they're they're inferring from the uh, the primary and secondary pulses from your heart um, what uh, you know what your issue or whether or not there's uh, atrial fibrillation is there or not I don't know if they're actually grabbing any electrical information um, but anyway whatever they got an FDA approved so they must have some little, some statistical level of detection um, yeah. Anyway, I was just I was just thinking more broadly about like uh, in the um, I guess in the future. Um, I don't know. I guess if I worked at like Sony or 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 you know like a real gaming uh, company like uh, that makes the PlayStation Four or Five or whatever is going to come out, and then the uh, Xbox and all these consoles. Um, I mean, this would annoy me, but you know, one move they might think about making is to. Uh, have like timing scheduling and lockout features because um, if that's just the majority of the value you know and you can play uh, I don't know some shooter game that's uh, very engaging in terms of cognitive um, abilities you know and then you just lock them in and, you know lock them out after uh, like play some number of hours or something and they have to wait till the next day that's that's cool you know, that, that might be, that might be even more, um, have a higher efficacy than whatever they did. Uh, 
Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, some news articles, and I just made me think of it, so. Um, sorry, I'm getting more text messages. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, yeah, so the, so the, um, so the sort of the future prediction bit, uh, what, what would that be like? I guess in the year 2076, um, yeah, because they kind of already did that with the iPhone a couple years ago, right? They have this, like, I, I don't have an iPhone, but I remember seeing the, um, whatever, an announcement or something, that their, their big innovation, um, it wasn't, like, any different from the previous phone as far as I, I don't know, I heard, I guess, but, they had a they had lockout features or they had something that would pop up and be like oh you've been on your phone too long like walk around or something but you can obviously go into the settings and turn that off like a real adult <laughs> um, you know this always gets into like you know or it, should anybody be selling eighty ounce sodas in New York I mean I don't know if anybody cares about this stuff anymore uh, well or exactly that version of that but um, yeah I don't know. At least, at least engineering the options to be able to do that, you know, or it's like parental lock on its channels. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. That, that would be probably something that you could do, although I'm sure, say, more involved parents would just, like, you know, just make sure they're physically not on the PlayStation or whatever. Um, and it's hard, too, now, because if they have, like, if they have phones and they have uh, laptops, I mean, you, you're, that's harder to lock. Or restrict in certain ways. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't have kids. I don't know how that is. Uh, I assume you just not giving them phones. I don't know. Um, yeah. Anyway. Um, all right. Well, let me try to think what else I could uh, yammer on about. Um, screw it. I was grilling. So you know, I'm going to talk about something that's near and dear to my heart, which is grilling. Um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a lover of the grill and, uh, I've been grilling a lot of fish lately, which I know sounds weird. And I want to assure you that I, I, I can eat five pounds of steak. Like I'm a steak lover. Um, but I don't know. I've been trying to be healthier last couple months, uh, which is kind of taking a hit on my uh, energy level because I've been trying to like. I don't know, lose any excess fat or whatever. Um, and, uh, it's hard to actively lose fat and keep high energy, you know? So I've just kind of been like, okay, I'll get through the work I need to do. I'll be more healthy. And then that's, that's it. Um, but, uh, yeah. So for whatever reason, I, I've been growing fish and, uh, you know, there's a lot of fun, there's a lot of uh, good things you can do with it. Like, you, it's just something that you just treat like a piece of steak. Um, I like whaling it up, uh, putting a really, you know, good rub on it. And then, uh, and then, uh, you know, getting it, uh, putting it directly on the grill, getting the grill super hot, getting it on there. And then the, uh, the oils of the uh, fish start to get liberated. And, uh, and, and then I, you, usually what I like to do is I like to sear the top of it. Like I'm telling, I'm talking about like a two pound filet and I usually work with a couple of them at, at once. And what you do is you can flip it on the other side. You have to be kind of careful and you have to make sure the skin's kind of cooked at that point, uh, because it'll fall apart if it's too soft. 
So you want to cook it for a while and then it, it kind of firms up. And then what you can do is you can flip it onto the sort of the flush side or the meat side. And you, you let it sit there for a couple minutes, the thing jacked to high and, and the flames will just, will be, will be like eating your fish, be touching your fish because all the oil pops out and, uh, um, fuels the flame and it really sears the top, uh, nice. And, uh, and, and you just, you just want to get a nice sear on it and then you flip it back. Um, you know, I get a couple pieces of foil. I put it up high at that point and then I just kind of like slow cook it for the rest of the time. And it's, it's really good. It's, uh, it's, it's got a crunch on the top. It's got a sear. Um, it's got the, you know, whatever rub you put on it. And then it's got nice fatty, but flavored, uh, salmon flavor. I guess I didn't say I'm, I'm grilled salmon, big salmon flavors. Um, I think it's really good. I mean, just throwing a bunch of it on like salad and eating that. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I've been losing a lot of weight, like crazy on that diet. Um, kind of, it's pretty low effort for me. Um, cause I grill a few fillets at a time and then I got fish for like most of the week maybe. And, um, and then, yeah. And then I've just dialed my meals that way the fuck down. So I'm just at a, I got one lunch salad thing and then I'll eat like one thing at in the evening and that's it. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's helpful. Uh, but yeah, I do, I do look at like, you know, actually cooking like really, um, higher, say things with higher art, you know, that's the problem is, well, I don't know. You know, it's like, if you start like, you like French cooking, you know, like the, the, the sort of modern, um, restaurant cooking stuff, that stuff is, uh, uh, I mean, some of that stuff really appeals to me sometimes when I see them do a really good job on these like cooking shows. Um, I had to be in a hotel recently, actually, uh, like a week or two ago, I was traveling for some work thing and, uh, I was stuck in a hotel and I always end up on these channels when I'm in a hotel, I end up on these cooking competition channels and, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. I, I really, I, re, I kind of re-remember that I, I really, uh, really like that stuff. Uh, I mean, it's like an art project that you can eat. It's an art project that is directly satisfies the human soul. So I really, I really like that stuff. And, and I don't know, I always think when I get older, I'll probably get more into that stuff. But, um, but, uh, yeah, the cooking, the cooking stuff is, uh, it's really cool when you can start uh, dissecting all the ingredients by taste and you, you, you know, you start mapping all of them and you figure out what, um, you know, you, you, it's, there's just a, there's only like a handful of, um, principles, you know, it's like if you have something that's soft, you want something crunchy, you know, which is why you sear things. Uh, if you want something you and then there's a lot of pairings you can do here, like savory and salty or savory and sweet or whatever. You just, you taste the flavor profile and you think of another thing you could do to, but, you know, you can say compliment, but I, I don't even know if it's that complicated. Um, so that like, I'm trying to think of something I did recently. I just whipped up. Um, uh, I'm trying to remember what, what did I do with, oh yeah. Like I grilled these peaches. Uh, so, um, I don't know. This is, this is a more complicated meal. I usually eat what I told you about, but, um, I made a, I made a pretty, pretty badass. uh, um, eggs Benedict on the grill. Cause I was just lazy. I just brought a bunch of stuff out in a couple, like a grocery bag and, uh, had a piece of foil to, 
to to um, cook the egg or poach the egg or whatever. Um, yeah, and then I uh, I uh, I did anyway. I did the whole thing. I had like English muffins and stuff like that, uh, butters and everything. I toast them on the grill, and um, I even made like a hollandaise sauce, which is really simple. You just do it's like egg yolk. Uh, usually, I think they use like um, lemon juice and then hot butter, and you pour the hot butter and you whip up the egg yolk as you're pouring in the hot butter, and that kind of cooks the egg yolk, um, and then people will. Um, I don't know what else they had. Uh, I feel like there's some other things, but uh, I just ended up grabbing like a, a, a mustard I had, and uh, and I used a, it had a it was jalapeno mustard, so it had a little bite to it, which was nice. Um, and uh, and then I made these peaches, these grilled peaches with uh, with just a little drizzle of honey and then some uh, cayenne pepper. Those were those were delicious. You and you grill them, and they just get really soft inside. Um, so I just had a had a little thin slice of that. Um, yeah, I don't know. You just you just play around with stuff. Uh, you just compliment. You just work with good ingredients. You compliment things. Like in that case, I had like like sweet, um, and then I had a little hot. Um, yeah, and then there's and then there's just ingredients you learn that are better. Like um, if you want to sweeten stuff, sometimes honey could have a more rounded, better flavor than just adding, you know, like sugar or something more. Um, uh, I don't know, I guess less rounder, less complex. Um, yeah, so it's cool. It's, um, I haven't really cooked anything in the last week or so, um, like that or last two weeks or so, but, um, I was getting into that stuff again. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just started growing again today. Uh, I don't know when I'm on the road, I end up having to do more like fast food and stuff. Um, but yeah food it's a good it's a good one it's a it's a real it's really good for uh holding back the uh the uh depression rates or whatever you want to however you visualize that these specters or rates that come by you have to have some kind of uh artifact or enchanted relic or crucifix to kind of chase them away so you just got to build those things in your life you know, and, uh, just helps, you know, you put a little work into something and then it, it kind of supports you. So, um, yeah, having a good setup, whatever it is. Um, yeah. So, uh, I don't know, I guess, uh, what, are, what other sections would I usually do on this thing? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I don't have anything entertaining to say. Uh, other than, yeah, I don't know. I guess people like social shit, getting locked out. <laughs> yeah. Um, whatever. Uh, yeah, I guess, uh, stay safe out there. Make sure you wear, uh, three masks. Um, they're, they're keeping it, the real truth from you. They're hiding the real science from you. Uh, three masks. Uh, layered on top of each other um, is the uh, is the only cure and preventative measure. Um, everything else is a lie. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, make sure you uh, I don't know slow down for yellow lights. That also prevent COVID. 
make sure you vote for whoever runs the most ads in your district. Um, that'll also prevent COVID. <laughs> um, anyway, I joke. Uh, all right, well, take care. This has been uh, your um, digital remote chauffeur. Uh, and I'm dropping you off. Uh, get the hell out of my car. Bye.